This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, sweet days of summer, the jasmine's in bloom. The jasmine's in bloom? Jasmine. Who's Jasmine? Um, you might think the princess from this weekend's biggest opening, uh, Aladdin. Yeah. But no, I'm talking about Jasmine. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. Huh. Right? Makes you think. It does. This song, uh, Summer Breeze by Seals and Croft. Yeah. You know you know that song? Yeah. Was that their only hit? One hit wonder? Um, Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. I always thought they were saying blowing through the jazz club in my mind. Ooh. Now there's, uh, that would be a euphemism for cocaine. No, I just thought like they like hanging I in. I feel jazz. like I've got a jazz club in my mind. That's pretty cool. I yeah. just thought a jazz club was like, hey, my man, my mind is just friggin' cool and yeah, it's, it's, it's improvising. Yeah. It's a bop. It's biddly bopping all the time. Yeah. Look, I, I'm making connections. I'm, I'm uh, just bopping. Feeling it, just going with the flow, uh, redirecting the flow. Summer Breeze, Hummingbird, Diamond Girl, Ruby Jean, and Billy Lee. I don't know. I don't know these songs. Those are other songs. Those all sound like they could be lyrics to that song. Was this their genre? Were they a summer band? Well, Hummingbird. Yeah. Ruby Jean and Billy Lee. Do those scream summer to you, Tom? Eh, sounds like a summery type person, Tom, a free spirit. And I should, I should, I should note here for the mm-hmm. listener. No, do not adjust your podcast listening device. We know it's not the summertime yet, but it is the unofficial beginning of summer. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend, and we've and we never like uh, following rules. No, look, we're jumping the gun on summer. Yeah. Guess what? Summertime's great. You should hey, be thanking us. This is your unofficial underground guide to summer. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Was that noise? <laughs> Just a space noise? Yeah, space noise. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people probably playing this at their backyard barbecues right now. Yeah. People having fun, having fun in the summertime. And we're going to, this week, look, this week we're going to take it easy. How about that for a change? Instead well, of us working to the bone. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's cool it out, Tom. Yeah. Let me introduce the topic. Okay. Well, it's that time of year again. Do you have a prepared statement here, Dave? You have huh? a piece of paper. No, no, no. I'm just uh I just feel like we need to get into it. Okay. Well it's that time of year again. Well, you said the same thing. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking that... extemporaneously here. Uh, Summertime. Uh-huh. When it's time for beefcakes and bikini babes to shine along with the sun, which also shines. Okay. Eloquent. Listen, with weather like this, believe me, you're not going to want to stay indoors with the old folks and house cats. You'll want to get out and have some fun in that shining old sun. Is this an ad for the sun? Hmm? Is this an ab- an, an advertisement for if the anything, sun? If it's anything, it's an ad for the summertime uh, with, a, with an assist from the sun. Not sure what to do out there in all that sunshine? Don't worry. We've got you covered. And now, the Complete Guide to Everything presents... 
outdoor activities. Is that what we decided on? Yeah, outdoor activities. Yeah, so it's not really summer. It could be skiing, yeah, cross-country yeah, well, skiing. Hey, look, uh, summer outdoor activities. How about that? Yeah, but well, I'll just put... Well, I won't write that in the episode. Well, I'll write that because maybe we'll do winter ones someday. Okay. Summer outdoor activities. That, that seems kind of cumbersome. Summer activities. Summer activities? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what. Some of these uh, activities I have could be done indoors. Well... That's ridiculous. This <laughs> <laughs> well, just name look. Just name the name well, name the episode activities. And it's act- activities you can do indoor, you can do them outdoor, year round. Yeah, just year, year round, round activities. activities. Year round indoor slash outdoor activities. Yeah, year round activities you can do inside or outside. No, this is summertime outdoor activities, Tom. All right, and uh, we're gonna find out who's more of the. Outdoorsman? Yeah. Who's uh, the beefcake on the beach? Who's the king of summer? Yeah. Who's the lifeguard sitting up on that tall chair? I mean, I was a lifeguard, so not it at the been beach. Me. No, you but were the lifeguard at a public pool. At a public pool, but you I were did have piss. Swim around and piss. You were in a public pool. I wasn't in the pool. I was in the pool. You always said that <laughs> after after work. Yeah. Well, I would always come out naked. Yeah. And uh, women would laugh at you, and yeah. you go, oh, I was, I in, the was pool. in the pool. Um, do millennials or millennials? Millennials are old now. We're millennials, yes, right? Yeah. Do people younger than us know about Seinfeld? Zennials. Zennials. Yeah. X Men. No, Zennials with a Z. Yes. Because then there's they have a mutant gene. What? They have a mutant gene, a mutation. Is that a thing from? X-Men. X-Men? Xennials? No, it sounds like it could be, though. Oh. Do they know about Seinfeld? Do uh, they know yeah, about, yeah. Uh, they know about Seinfeld. The I mean, Marble Rye? <laughs> uh, Marble Rye, I feel like, is a little more... Uh, a little bit of a deeper cut. I went to a dinner party one time, and it was like the one time I was invited to a dinner party that was called a dinner party. Right. And I brought a cinnamon babka. <laughs> It went over so well. Everybody like laughed. like a joke? Yeah. Yeah, because nice. it, like, the, it's, it was a Seinfeld yeah. reference. Uh-huh. I don't think that would fly if I went to a dinner <laughs> party at a 25-year-old's. Oh, uh, no, a 25-year-old's still a millennial. Really? Yeah. I, I think you're talking about like teenagers. Yeah, if you went to like a teenage uh, party- well, I'm um, not, Tom, a to be clear, of, I'm not going to go to a teenage party. Well, but I was going to say, even it's terrifying. If, if you did, they were inviting you to buy beer. So if you showed up there with Teenagers a cinnamon vodka. Teenagers don't drink beer anymore. They read books and talk about they, well, uh, how they can be effective in their community. Or Well, so maybe they'd invite you and they'd be like, oh, look, here's the guy. Yeah, I invited him. He's going to bring the jewel cartridges. But don't kids, can't you sell jewel cartridges to kids? Nah, I think you got to be 18. So that's why they've got you I'm not there. Gonna go, I'm not going to go <laughs> hang out with the 15-year-old, Tom. He knows where to buy them wholesale. I don't know where to buy them wholesale. Really I don't even really deal. know what jewel is. It's, uh, well, it's a famous singer. Yeah. But I didn't say I didn't know who who Jewel is. <laughs> it's the 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 vapes, the little vapes guys. Yeah, they look like a thumb drive. That's what the kids all love. They love right. drooling. Do they, or is that a is that just what grownups on the internet think? No, they do because that company said, uh, you know what a good business is selling uh, uh, tobacco to minors. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that's that's long been uh, yeah, but they were fact. like, yeah, but they caught on to the ways uh, the old guys were doing it. We'll come up with a newfangled way uh, where it's not actually going to be tobacco; it's just going to be nicotine. So it'll be even uh, the mascot will be Jim Zebra. No, and I he's don't a think really they even... cool zebra in a in a leather jacket. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they even, I think that's where they were, uh, smart. They were like, nah, we're not gonna have a mascot. Teens hate mascots, except for, uh, what's his name? Uh, the hockey guy. Gritty. Gritty. They love Gritty. We'll get Gritty on board. Can I tell you something about Gritty? (laughs) How are we, how are we falling for Gritty? (laughs) Gritty is the equivalent of, uh, Senator's social media manager. (laughs) Where it's like, oh, I'm going to tweet, delete your account. uh And they'll think the senator wrote it. And then they'll be like, oh, shit, the senator's going off. The The senator's senator's clapping clapping back. back. (laughs) Gritty is is some some millennial at at the NHL. Uh, <laughs> in a meeting, being like, "Let's make a confounding thing that shouldn't be liked by anybody." And guess what? They'll all love it. They'll love it ironically, but nobody loves anything uh, real anymore. No, I remember when Gritty came out, watching that happen in real time, where it was in the course of a day of like, "What the hell? This is the what? Who are the ad wizards behind this one?" To being universally loved and embraced. I will give... I think Gritty is cynical corporate (laughs) think of uh, embracing the nihilism and uh, just general befuddling uh, ideas of entertainment i'll give Gritty... Let's do some things that confuse us and then everybody will be like, oh, it's brilliant. I'll give Gritty this. Um, the Philly fanatic. Yeah, but he's he's like a wacky dude. Yeah, and Gritty's not a wacky dude. No, Gritty is an abomination. <laughs> I would argue that you'd be more likely to find an animal like Gritty in nature than you would the Philly fanatic. When yeah, in nature. Yeah. Yeah, but not not at a hockey game. All right. Well, you wouldn't find many animals at a hockey game. They throw squid on the ice sometimes. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, when, I forget why. I'm trying to find out uh, when the Philly Fanatic was created. I would guess the 70s. Yeah. Um, in 1977. Okay, yeah, that'd be about what I would guess. Yeah, if Gritty showed up mm-hmm. in the state of Pennsylvania, yeah. in Philadelphia, <laughs> Uh huh. In 1977, they would have beaten him to death. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They would, oh, like, they would have pelted him with batteries till he died. Is Gritty the first mascot that they put out. googly eyes on? Yeah. You don't want to know why? Because people like us be like, why would they put googly eyes on no, a mascot? No, not why. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's about goddamn put, time. Yeah, put some googly eyes yeah. on a mascot. All right. Enough yeah. about Gritty. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is what they want. <laughs> right. Yeah. They want us arguing about Free gritty advertisement. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be going to that Philadelphia f- hockey. Is it Philadelphia Flyers? Yeah. Right. It's not the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? No, because they have a penguin. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be the Flyers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless there's another hockey team, or if the Philadelphia Flyers aren't a hockey team, <laughs> I'm not too sure. So, who's the bigger outdoor outdoorsman, Tom? Me. Me or you? I already told me. 
You called it? Yeah. Tim, you know I love summer. That's why they call me summer, summertime Tom, or sometimes they shorten it to just summer Tom. Yeah, but they just take the E off summertime, and then you got me, summer Tim. Yeah, but then some people are just very confused by that. What do you mean? Because they're like, oh, did you misspell summertime? Uh, and then they, then they catch a glimpse of me in my board shorts and my sunglasses and the 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 sunscreen on my nose. Yeah, it's called zinc, Tim. What? The on your nose. Yeah, I know. Well, if you knew, then you would have said it. So obviously, you've just. Uh, What's the purpose of putting your zinc on your nose, Tom? To give it vitamins. To give it vitamins. It's to yeah. to protect it from the sun. With what? Vitamins. No, with a a a barrier. No, because then you could just use house paint. Yeah, many people do. No, house paint. The downside of I guess painting your face kinda, with house paint so uh, you don't get damaged by the sun's rays <laughs> is that uh, it doesn't wash off very easily. Uh, yeah, it's I guess but it's wouldn't. it's pretty good if you're uh, going surfing, which I do. Have you ever been surfing? Yeah. <laughs> you say that like a, a confident surfer. No, I, I'm I'm not claiming that I'm a confident surfer. I went surfing one time. And I wiped out, and uh, the board got away from me. I was like, oh, no, I lost the board. It wasn't my surfboard. Right. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm never going to find that board. <laughs> and a big wave came, and uh, my board was on that wave, and it hit me in the face, and I fell down. So wait, what'd you, how'd you fall off the first? Oh, a different wave. Yeah. Two waves in a row, huh? Yeah, there were multiple waves. But you didn't see that coming. I was in the sea that day. There was wave after wave. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I wouldn't have uh, You ever that. been surfing? Uh, yes. No, I've never been surfing. I've been boogie boarding. <laughs> oh, I've been lot. boogie boarding. I've been body boarding. Yeah, I've been body boarding, too. I've been snorkeling. I've been snorkeling in Hawaii, of all places. Ah, where yeah. it's summer all the time. It's summer all the time. I went I went freaking snorkeling in Hawaii in February when you were freezing your tuchus off here in New York. Tim, you fell right into my trap. No, no, uh, summer, summer, summer. Tim would go snorkeling in February. That's winter. Tom, maybe summer. Tim chases the summer wherever uh, it can be found. You got maybe me. summer isn't confined to three months. Maybe summer is a state of mind. All right, Tim, uh, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's talk about outdoor summer activities. Hot fun in the summertime. Uh, we're we're going to go one-for-one one summer activities? Yeah, and then we'll let the people decide. I mean, the show's not live. You're aware of that, right? Call in. <laughs> we should get a live call-in number. No, that'd be horrible. Why? The phone would be ringing off the hook. I yeah. mean, I guess if we had a live call-in number, but the show was still pre-recorded. Yeah. Classic Mr. Show sketch right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But this would have to be, you would just kind of call randomly, I We guess? could live stream. <sighs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's easy enough to figure out. All right, yeah, we'll go one for one. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to go first? But yeah, sure, I'll go first. Now, are these things that we do have done regularly do or aspire to <laughs> just do just a good idea and it could be any of the above okay uh do they have to are we are we keeping uh money in mind here 
Are we um, trying to uh, do these on the cheap? Uh, yeah. I looking at mine. I think most of mine could be, f- if if not free, then low cost. Okay. <laughs> you know, like uh, yeah, sure. I could put up on here. You know, uh, take a private jet to Dubai. That's a fun summertime activity, but that costs money. It Hundreds does. of dollars. Tom, over a thousand dollars. I don't know if it's that expensive. You can find some good deals. Uh, Mine, here's one that's free. Playing in the surf. Playing in the surf? Playing in the surf, man. At the beach? At the beach. So going in the beach and going in the water. Yeah, and just playing in the surf. Tom, I regret to inform you that's not always free. It is once you're there. I mean, anything's free once you're there. <laughs> Not anything. You go see a movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> once you've paid your admission and entered, look, hey, are, they show the movie for free. There are free beaches that you can go to. That's they might true. not be accessible to you, but there might not. You might live in the desert. There might not be. You, hey, a, a here's beach a word accessible to, at any price. Here's a summertime word to the wise: If you live in the desert, get out of there. Move. <laughs> Right. You're going to die out there. Yeah, it's hot. You're going to die of dehydration. Um, Go to the beach, play in the surf. Here's a fun thing to play with in the surf. Okay. A beach ball. Yeah. It's, you know what? I, I, I reject that premise. Beach balls are the only balls that don't really have like a sport attached to them, huh? Yeah. I mean, they're versatile. And they're they're, they're versatile, versatile and they... useless at the same time. <laughs> yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. That's a beach ball for yeah, you. Yeah, what are you supposed to just like, uh, like volley it around? Anytime you try and do something with a beach ball, where it's like, oh, we should we should play soccer. Oh yeah, I got a beach ball. We should play volleyball. Oh yeah, I got a beach ball. You it's do it for a few it, minutes, yeah. and they're like, oh, beach balls aren't good for it's, anything. Yeah, it moves too slow. They're not bad for playing in the surf, though. But what What do you do with them? <laughs> what exactly do you do with a beach ball do, when you're playing in the surf? You can play catch. You can play hit it back play and forth. catch with Look, a beach ball. You can play. Yeah, if you're babysitting <laughs> a five-year-old, yeah, throw it a beach ball and have them throw it back to you. But Look, Tim, I told you this week we're going to take it easy. And some of these ideas, it's real easy. You can play catch. You don't have all the pressure of catching a harder-to-catch ball. Uh, and also, when you have a beach ball in the surf, you can do the thing where you like you hug it, and you're like, look, I'm floating. Yeah, that's true. For a little bit. Yeah. You can do that with a lot of... You can, you can do it with a baseball, for sure. When you say play in the surf... Yeah, play in the surf. I think, at most, you're going in waist-high. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking okay. about. All right, splashing around, splashing like a, around okay. like a like a fucking asshole yeah. just out there splashing around. I'm into it. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Thank you, uh, Tom. I got one that can uh, isn't dependent on uh, being done during the day because I like Ooh. to be outdoors at night sometimes. Okay, miniature golf. Oh, and you were gonna give me crap about money. Sorry, not all of us can afford to go to the country club and play miniature golf. Oh, no, golf. no, 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 Tom, you misunderstand. Not regular golf. Mini golf. Golf uh, for uh, for the rest of us. Oh, but you... For the 99%. You play miniature golf at public courses? I do. Oh. Tom, mini golf mm-hmm. uh, is the... It's, it's very cheap. Mm-hmm. They give you a club. Yeah. They give you a ball... The color of your choosing. Right. Well, I mean, you know, they have to have it. Then it's 18 holes of, I'll say it, mayhem. (laughs) 
You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. You think, all right, I'll hit it onto the fairway and then uh, <laughs> oh, then uh, to the green and then a couple... Pu- no, Tom, there's there's ramps, there's windmills, there's loop-de-loops. There are things you would never come across in a regular golf course. There's a pipe that you have to... You think, oh, oh I got it in the hole. Nope, that's not the hole. <laughs> it's connected pipe. to a pipe that goes down a oh, level. Oh, one of those guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I played mini golf not two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. How did you? Were you? On I was a date? gonna say I. I would. That seems like the kind of thing where when I say that, you would immediately call me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know what? I was. I was. I was yes handing you. Were you on a date? Uh. Sure. What does that mean? Oh, so you were lying? No, I wasn't lying. Were you on a date? Uh. Yes. This is what I want to know uh-huh. because uh, did you? Uh, how competitive were you? How competitive do you usually get at mini golf? Are you like me? Is it the most <laughs> important thing in the world that you have to win at mini golf? Um, I would say here's the way I kind of played it. Uh, cool. Played it cool in the beginning. Like there was some kind of jazz club in your mind? <laughs> yeah. Played it kind of cool in the beginning, but then when I realized like, Oh, I might not win. Oh, then your temper came out. No, No, then got like low key competitive, but not outwardly competitive uh, because you don't want to appear that way uh, when it's like, look, we're only a few holes in. Yeah. But being low key competitive got me far enough ahead that then I could pretend like I was just having fun. Right. While still keeping a very firm eye on the scoreboard. None of, none of that makes sense. On the, What do you call that thing? The Scorecard. Scorecard. Yeah. It's um, a little card that you carry. Oh, you get a pencil too, Tom? Yeah, That's the pencil. best I, yeah, seven I, bucks you'll ever spend. I, oh, this is more than seven bucks. Oh, you went in Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah but I a... kept a little pencil. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, um, that wasn't very gentlemanly. <laughs> well, I won. Uh, ah, that was your prize. But but kept a, kept enough of an eye on the score that I was like, all right, I'm comfortably at, as long as I'm comfortably ahead, then I can uh, keep the illusion up that hey, I'm just having a. I'm not. Yeah. If I lose, <laughs> mm-hmm. if I know I'm going to lose, I at least want one hole in one. There was no hole-in-ones to be had, which, and there were a few, you know, of the old, uh, uh, like, sharp right angles around the hole, like, Mm. very close, Uh, but, yeah, no hole-in-ones. Okay. I would agree. Like, yeah, if you lose, you can at least be like, well, but remember that hole-in-one? You know, because if you just win, it's like, yeah, I got par. Yeah. That's not exciting. A hole-in-one's exciting. Who gives a shit what the rest of the score was if you got a hole-in-one? Right. Tom, I'm with you. Um, one time, uh, yeah, I, I went to a mini golf. Uh, <laughs> you started that story like, oh, there's a story I can't tell. Forget no, it's not. It's not. It, I, I was wondering if it's too boring, but if it is, too bad. I'm telling it. Uh, uh, the the woman who is now my wife, Tom, uh-huh. you know her as my wife, <laughs> right? Uh, we were visiting her hometown for That's the first time. That's who I was playing mini golf with. That's why I hesitated to say it was a date. I wasn't sure. Now she told me about it. <laughs> she said she had a lovely time. She th- she thought she you gloated a little too much for winning. She said you were too competitive. Um, 
she uh, I was visiting her hometown, and so I was like a little nervous because we we hadn't been dating that long. Yeah. And she brought you were, me. You were afraid you were going to run into her high school boyfriend. Yeah, and I would get pummeled. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, that's my girl. <laughs> And she'd be, I'd look at her and she'd have his Letterman jacket on. I'd be like, how did you, what? And she'd be like, I meant to tell you. It's pronounced Leatherman jacket. <laughs> um, and she brought me to an arcade. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wow, she's pretty cool. And proceeded to beat <laughs> she's the- She's pretty cool. Am I dating a scumbag? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, it was it was like a Massachusetts arcade that was like- it So was, it was all, it was uh, crabs and- No, it was like, a, it, was a, <laughs> it was crabs and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was we like- We gotta go play the claw machine. <laughs> yeah, that was a crab. Uh, it's, it was on a boardwalk. So oh, okay, it, it was yeah. like, it wasn't like at the mall yeah and she proceeded to beat me in every single game and i think she was like Ha-ha. your wife's very good at those types of uh all games like yeah any like game of skill yeah not necessarily like uh like game of board chance. games or games of chance like those i i don't know if she's good or bad like i she's not left no impression there but if it's a game that requires like dexterity yeah uh, sucks yeah. and I was humiliated <laughs> and again we had been dating for like a few months mm-hmm. and uh, then we went and played mini golf is she good at that uh, at, uh, like catapult frog thing oh Tom <laughs> we go to we go to carnivals uh, she's winning me big stuff bears every yeah. every, every turn uh, if I had a dollar for every, every big stuff, if bear. I had, if I had a dollar for every carnival I've walked up to with my wife, where uh, some barkers come out and gone, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> before we can even get through the front gate. Yeah, they know her. They got her picture up. Uh, so then she was like, "Let's play mini golf," and I got so competitive, and I beat her by maybe one or two strokes. Uh-huh. And I'm still not convinced that she didn't let me win. Yeah. But I gloated <laughs> to the point where I'm surprised that we're married. Um, I, I would say she probably didn't let you win then, because yeah. like I, yeah, she knew what she would be getting into. Yeah, like, like a lifetime of him gloating about this, because I still bring it up. Anytime I've let somebody win something, which is extremely rare. Uh, but if I let somebody win and they even get like close to gloating, I'm like, I let you win. <laughs> true even like a kid even a little oh, kid yeah. if they're like i won i won i'm like all right take it down a notch guess what you didn't win you friggin' guess, loser guess what you won because i allowed it yeah what are you gonna go tell your mom now yeah your mom sucks <laughs> uh oh is it my turn yeah. to name an activity yeah you're an right. outdoorsman or what playing in the surf um oh boy i've got so many here well you know, strategically bring them out. Yeah. Um, I was going to suggest a bonfire. Ooh, that's nice. Right? What yeah. is it about looking at a fire that's so fun? I can look at a fire <laughs> for hours. I mean, me and you have been camping a bunch. Yeah. Uh, we haven't been camping in a while. We should go camping again. Yeah, we should. But uh, Hey, this summer. Nah, I'm busy. All right. Uh, playing in the surf all summer. Hey, I'm gonna be at the uh, down at the course, the links, the mini links. <laughs> um, but anytime you build a fire, uh, and then you look at the fire, that's a fun time. Yeah. What about a big bonfire at the beach? That's where what a I'm bunch talking of, uh... about. I've only done that a handful of times. Every time, 
is 110% lived up to my expectations. You know what my problem with the big bonfire at the beach is? Dangerous. There's always some tomfoolery going on. Somebody's always trying to <laughs> sneak off to smoke weed play. or something. Oh, that's fine. I thought you meant like people wrestling near the fire. No, I don't care. If people are <laughs> wrestling near the fire, I'm not going to get burned. <laughs> but you're mad if somebody goes and smokes weed away from everybody? You know what? In, in high school, it's like uh, people are like, hey, you want to go to And then you feel left out. And you're like, oh, what are you doing drugs? I didn't want to do that anyway. I think you're talking about hand jobs, Tim. No. I think that's what was going on. Wait, what is... That people were saying, oh, hey, you want to go... I don't think so. Not this walk, crowd. Under the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's talking about going... I know what goes on under the boardwalk. Smooching, Tom. Yeah. It's all in that song. Smooching, that's where like, uh, like uh, some scary people live. Yeah. Under the boardwalk. Chuds. <laughs> Chuds. Chuds of, Chuds of, ver- of uh, various nature. Yeah. Uh, yeah, smooching the going under the boardwalk to smooch is the last place you want to smooch, in my yeah. opinion. Hey, you want to go to the scariest place on earth and <laughs> fornicate? Yeah. It's real dark. <laughs> uh, and we'll run into people and animals that are dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Nobody goes down there. Hey, maybe we'll prick ourselves on a needle. Yeah, or or like rusty nails from the boardwalk, or we'll get get some goddamn splinters in our feet. Yeah, Oof. friggin' boardwalk. I'll tell you one thing that doesn't make my list: walking on a boardwalk. Yeah, with bare feet at with least. With bare feet, no. At 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 best, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. At worst, you're gonna get splinters. Yeah, maybe if you're splashing around the surf. Keep your water shoes on when you go walking on the boardwalk. <laughs> well, now you've just stolen my next one, which was wearing water shoes. Water shoes are great, man. <laughs> Do they make shoes. adult water shoes? Of course they make adult water shoes. Water shoes you suck start wearing shit. those to work. <laughs> water shoes are the worst. Why? They just look so dorky. Water socks, that's what they're called, I think. Yeah. I don't know. What's wrong with them? I... I I always, I, sh- I should let you know, uh-huh. in college. Yeah, I always wore water socks. No, I always had uh, uh, a bathroom in my room. So I never had that that uh, gross share a shower I with a bunch of water socks other 19-year-olds. A lot of people would, so they wouldn't what? get ringworm. No, you wear flip-flops to the shower. Uh, I don't know. I never had to do that. Yeah, I mean, if you're wearing water shoes and you're never washing your feet. That's fine. You wear... That's not fine. Feet don't get dirty. Feet get dirty first. Feet are the dirtiest appendage. Yeah. You wear flip-flops so you can gingerly extract your foot and give it a quick wash, and then put it back in the flip-flop. You gotta. You can do the same thing with a water no, shoe. No, you need to sit down to put a water sock on. You are... You're wearing water shoes. I think your water shoes are no, three sizes too small. Oh, I was going to say your water shoes are way too big, if that's what you're... Well, if, yeah, I don't think you can pull that kind of shit. Well, you need... Look, if you... Worn my water shoes in the surf. I've, I've worn it while surfing, while yeah, probably, boogie boarding, while body surfing. Yeah, and people probably from the the shore pointing at you like, "Oh, look at that! It's a body boarding clown." Yeah, I don't care. Big water I don't socks. care what people think of me. They're and then they saw my down, my, my three sixty move, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Man, 
<laughs> hey, the bo- the bottom of his board is so slick. He must have waxed that. I will say this. I think I sex wax. Why that <laughs> that that boy's barely even eleven years old. How did he get his hands on sex wax? <laughs> I have a, a, a half a mind to call the police. Yeah, I was taken away uh, from my parents. I mean, maybe people that aren't. Like we're from a beach town, yeah. Like they don't Hell know yeah. what sex- Bayside High, baby. We they don't know what sex wax is. It's a type of surf surfboard wax. Yeah, is has nothing to do with sex. In fact, I would probably venture that if you used it for sex, it wouldn't feel good for anybody involved. No, I think it's yeah, too waxy. coarse of a wax. Yeah, I don't think you need wax for sex most of the time. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you're into like some uh, BDSM stuff. Well, it's time for an ad. Hey, hiring is challenging. You know that, Tom. Yeah. But there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. Where is that? Like you. Simple, mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. A place where growing businesses... You forgot, you forgot the last one. Yeah, no, ZipRecruiter is smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates, that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash complete. All right. Tom, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. No, they don't stop there, Tom. That, that would probably be enough as far as I was concerned. Yeah, but guess what? Good thing I'm not ZipRecruiter. Zip isn't lazy like you. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply on uh, to your job. All right. As this, uh, as, as all the applications come pouring in, Tom, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. So they'll separate the wheat from the chaff? Is sure, that the, the I don't phrase? know which one you want, but ZipRecruiter does. They'll show them, yeah, and they'll tell you which one is, is the good one. <laughs> right. Zip they'll Re- probably label it more clearly. Yeah. Tom, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Not bad. Did you hear that, Tom? Yeah. I mean, how much quicker do you want it? Yeah. And guess what? As of right now, mm-hmm. our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter, I'll, I'll say it with the words pronounced correctly. Sure. ZipRecruiter.com slash complete. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash C-O-M-P-L-E-T-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash complete. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Tom. Uh-huh. So what was your last one? Uh, What was my last one? We were just talking. Bonfire. Bonfire, bonfire, bonfire at the beach. Cool. You're, trying to, you're trying to wow people. Yeah. With a spectacle. With a romantic idea. You didn't mention the romance. Look, the romance is in intrinsic in a bonfire. It's a romantic thing, whether you're with uh, somebody you're romantic with or not. It's just a romantic. Yeah, you, know, you sit there and you you think about the one that got away. That's not okay. Or the one that's sitting still with right you. next to you. Yeah. So you put your arms around each other. Hopefully, not horseplay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I say you find some ham bones and play a game of cornhole. I beg your pardon, Tim. This is a family podcast. Uh, the beanbag toss game. Oh, cornhole. Yeah, you get yeah. some bros, some frat bros, 
And uh, Tom, uh huh. When's the last time you played cornhole? Uh, probably not. To- Here's the thing about cornhole. Explain what up- it is for people that don't know. Two teams. Uh, you, you you stand what fifteen feet apart from each other? Yeah, that sounds about right. And there's a board at a forty five degree angle with a hole like a in it, like a plywood board. Yeah, I think people know what what this is. It, at this point, you've seen it, right? Uh, you can in your yeah, mind's yeah, eye. Yeah, no, no, there's, there's a, a hole in it, and then you throw bean bags, and you're trying to get it in a hole, but you're also trying to get it if you can't get it in the hole to stay on that board, right? Um, what angle did you say the board was at? I'd say about a 45 degree nah, angle. Nah, it's about a 30 degree angle. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Maybe in your amateur. Walked right into my trap. <laughs> wow, cool trap, Tom. Hey, it's a trigonometry <laughs> trap. Yeah. Um, a trapezoid. Yeah, Tom. Uh, it gets a bad rap because of the people play it i was gonna say whenever i've played it it's fun but then like i don't like to be seen playing it because it just feels very white (laughs) yeah that's fine i prefer croquet (laughs) (laughs) yes uh, the the sport for all people uh i had a croquet set as a kid i love that really yeah because it was like, it was a very old, it was like from the 60s Yeah, or I something. had one too. I also had lawn darts, but I wasn't allowed to play. Like my well, uh, yeah, that, that my elderly sense. neighbor was like, hey, I was cleaning out the garage, Tim, here's a <laughs> lawn dart set. And I was six. And my mom was just like, cool, thank you. And then like, she's like, and I'll put it on the highest shelf in the garage and I'll get it, bring it down yeah. one day. You'll also, never I was looking to get rid of these oily rags and old newspapers. Maybe you want to keep them in your garage. Mm. Um, so you don't like cornhole because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just it just accentuates. You I know, think otherwise fun... people would be like, "Look at that white guy." But then when they if they were walking by and they saw me playing cornhole, they'd be like, "Look at that white guy doing white guy things." Yeah, the Typical. thing that I like about it is <laughs> uh, that um, you can. It's a game. That you can lightly pay attention to. Yeah. And everybody is kind of invested in it. Mostly when I get it's involved. It's a good drinking game, like an outdoor drink. Yeah. You, and drinking's not a part of it, but you can drink while you're doing it. You're not going to be like, huh, wait, what? Yeah. And mostly. Not a lot to keep track of. When I'm playing a game in a social situation, mm-hmm. I'm always like, cut the shit Stop talking. Yeah. Pay attention to the game. Yeah. This is something that like that's everyone some, that, can relax and yeah. really do. What you know? I was gonna say, I feel like that's something that uh, we're similar about. Like, and actually, now I'm thinking about it, we've both been in situations like playing outdoor games where like both of us have like yelled at people, like, "Stop talking! <laughs> Pay attention to the game." Why are you catching up with this person that you haven't seen in six well, months? I will say this. That's why I am. Uh, usually reluctant in the beginning to play any kind of a party game, like an outdoor party game, because I'm like, look, I'm not going to be able to give it my full attention. That's why cornhole's great. Yeah. You don't really have to. Yeah. Because you look down and be like, oh, all the beanbags are on our side now. It's our time to, th- it's our turn to throw them. Yeah. And uh, nobody's really keeping score. Everybody's just looking for the like, oh, yeah, I got it in. You know, the hole in one. Yeah. You know a game I like uh, is that game where you have like the the uh, the paddle in your hand and it's Velcro and then you throw the tennis ball. Really? 
<laughs> what if the tennis ball doesn't stick? Get a new tennis ball, you poor SOB. Mm. Offensive. Well, you ever play ladder ball? What the hell is ladder ball? Yeah. Oh, uh, why don't you ask my father-in-law? Because <laughs> he introduced me to it, and it rules. All right, call him. Okay. Should we stop the tape while you <laughs> yeah, call him? Yeah, we'll, we'll stop the tape. We'll All call right. him. Have you ever met him? Hey, what's ladder ball? I met him at your wedding. Okay. There was ladder ball set up at her wedding. He brought it. What? There yeah. was? Uh-huh. Did I play it? I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Wasn't my day to watch you. <laughs> busy, uh... Tim, it wasn't your... It was the day of your wedding. What do you mean it wasn't your day to watch me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what, uh, well, uh, during the vows, we just have to take a quick break. I gotta go see what Tommy's up to. <laughs> uh, is it my turn to say a thing or your turn? Yeah, It's yeah. my turn. Um, hmm. Uh, here's another summer activity you can do. <clears throat> uh, tailgating. You ever tailgate? Like drive too close to somebody else's no, car? No, no. Or, or no, I'm talking about following somebody into a building. <laughs> no, I'm talking about going to a game, but then not going to the game. Just sitting in the parking lot and and having a, having some brews. Look, I don't. Who drives home? I don't understand the real appeal to tailgating. Yeah. Seems like it sucks. <laughs> right. Like I can think of a million better places to hang out and drink than a parking lot. First one would be inside the stadium where the game's happening. Yeah. But, I mean, the beers are expensive there, but maybe you shouldn't drink so many beers that it would bankrupt you if you had to buy them all. <laughs> you just drink them at home. I, w- I fell into this, like, uh, uh, rabbit hole of looking at, uh, like, uh, RVs that are just meant for tailgating. Yeah. And it's like a whole thing. And that's crazy to me to spend, like, tens of thousands of dollars. Like, I'm going to have an RV that, like, pops up and turns into a bar so I can bring this to the parking lot of a stadium. Part of the appeal of it mm-hmm. is that people are always walking by, right? Yeah, so you're which is either a nightmare. yelling at them or with them. They're either no, your they're enemies you. or your friends, yeah. and it's just a constant stream of assholes yelling either positive or negative things at each other, yeah, right? That's is, a big part of it. Right. Yeah. I and can see investing tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I mean, I would spend tens of thousands of dollars to avoid that. Yeah, I do. That's why yeah. I, I live in an apartment exactly. where people aren't walking by <laughs> screaming at me all day. The worst part of having a dog is when I walk outside, people have things to say yeah. to me. Like, just leave me alone, like like you would if I didn't have a dog. Yeah. Well, then, Tom, why are you always telling women that they should smile? <laughs> well, that's just being polite, yeah. Tim. They would look more attractive. You always point that out to them. <laughs> You'd look a lot prettier if you yeah, just smiled. Yeah, you look so pretty. Why don't you right, smile? No, no, why don't you give us it, a smile? It. We, can't, we can't stop it. I saw- This is a uh, bad thing to even joke about. I stepped in the other day- uh, uh, a dude doing that. I got my ass kicked by a dude. <laughs> no. No, this guy, he was like a weird looking guy. And uh, 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 he was like, he went up to this woman who was like waiting for a bus. And he was like, oh, you're, you're standing too close to the curb. And she was like, leave me alone. And he was like, what? And he stopped. Well, tell me, he's just trying to help. That's what he was like. I'm just trying to help. You just got to be nice. And like, then he started saying something again. And I was like, keep walking, pal. 
Ooh. Yeah. I like that you take on the like movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she was like giving him uh, screaming in the mic. Her her peeking. back and he and he wasn't stopping. And then keep walking, pal. Yeah, and then he kept walking and I Well, aren't you gonna say thank you? <laughs> no, then I kept walking. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Don't I get something for being such a nice guy? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, the other day, it was right after that. It was like 10, not even five minutes after that was the first time I also said fuck off to somebody on the street. Ooh. Uh, you know, one of these like, I don't know if it was a religious thing or what, but like a guy in the subway station as I'm walking in, you know, you know, the people who are like wave at you and they're like, oh, hi. They yeah, like yeah. try and stop you for a conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, this guy was doing that and I shook my head. I had headphones on. Uh, I shook my head like, no. Like, no, no, I waved my hand like, no, no, no. And he didn't stop. And he got so close to me. I went, fuck off. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. I'm one of those guys now. Do you have it in me? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can be a crazy person screaming in the street. Yeah, I can be like a crazy old lady in New York City that just goes, fuck off. (laughs) People get too close. Tom, you know what you can do? Especially in New York City? Go see a movie in the park. (laughs) Sit on the lawn. Yeah. And watch the Have Muppet you ever State actually Manhattan. enjoyed that? Hated every single time. <laughs> it's kind of the worst way to see a movie. I've seen, I've gone to see some of my favorite movies, and yeah. then I see everybody else who wants to see that movie, and it makes me not like the movie anymore. Oh yeah, that's a, I was even thinking we, about that part before Wet Hot American Summer was like a certified cult classic, right? I think 2006, 2007. Yeah. A bunch of us went to go see it in McCarran Park. Oh, yeah. And everybody was just saying the lines along with it. And then yeah. it's just like, why are we all here? And we just left and went to the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's kids running around. Um, there's people just popping bottles of wine. You want to talk about... Uh... <laughs> Tim, you are such a freaking brute. No, 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 not even that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. Uh... People sneaking off to smoke grass, people <laughs> popping wine. No, no, people... The thing that, that pisses me off is that uh, in some places in uh-huh. this city, yeah, if you have an open container... That's a, a summons, yeah. or even if you if you've had another offense, they'll throw you in jail for a right. night or longer. But if it's a bunch of uh, upscale people in the park, yeah. pop as many bottles of wine as you want and play uh, some cornhole. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's the thing that 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 bothers me. That it's uh, one time uh, one of those. Yeah, I can't tell this story. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just gonna say that it's uh, uh, like the least comfortable movie going experience because you're sitting on the ground. Yeah, which inherently is not comfortable. It's kind of the same thing with me where, um. Where I'm playing a game, and if it's like, we're going to play a game, we're going to pay attention right. and play the game. If I'm going to watch a movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to like have a conversation and, and gaze over the... I'll, I'll, I'll do that while not watching a movie. Yeah. I'll just go to the park with people I like and talk to them and and do whatever. But if there's a movie playing, Let's why don't we all the shut the fuck up and watch <laughs> the movie? Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Uh, let's do one more each and then solve a problem, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Am I telegraph? Am I giving away the magic? Tom, there is a such thing as an <laughs> off-mic conversation. <laughs> uh, oh, what did I say before? Um, water parks. Go into, a, go into a water park. Duh. What do you mean, duh? 
Last time I went to a water park, I was pretty skeeved out, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was at that water park. It was yeah. pretty skeevy. Yeah. Yeah, when you're not a kid and you go to a water park, you're like, I don't think they clean this stuff. And I don't think anybody really has any of this under control. <laughs> right. You also realize just how dangerous water... Yeah. Like, water park... When you're a kid, you're like, oh, grown-ups are in charge. Somebody had to build this. Yeah. Well, and also, I think when you go to water parks as an adult... um, you're like the the rides are still f- mostly meant for children, and I think that they kind of do maybe some quick math of, yeah, I guess you can go on this if you weigh two hundred pounds. Probably won't be fun. <laughs> but, but so then when you go on it as like a full grown adult, it's like I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. Like I'm I'm taking these these corners too hard and uh, yeah. The nice. crap I used to pull in water parks, uh-huh. I would, if it was a tube ride that was inside and enclosed. Yeah, you get rid of the tube. Get rid of the tube. I would just hold the sides until I stopped. Yeah. And then if my friend was behind me, we'd like wrestle <laughs> as we like were going through the tube. Yeah. All dangerous terrifying stuff now that yeah. I think about it. Well, luckily there was a 16-year-old in charge <laughs> up top yeah. who uh, would make sure that nobody could get hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a shitty one. Now I feel bad that I We'll do two more it. each. Uh, run through a sprinkler. It's not bad. Yeah. Running through a, you know what? I can't remember the last time I've run through a sprinkler. Running through a sprinkler is great because it gets you just the right amount of wet. Yeah. It's nice. Like, you're not diving into a pool. You're not getting soaked. No. But if you want to get soaked, you could put your face right up to it. <laughs> right. But you're getting more than a spritz. Yeah. But, it, but you know, if it's hot day, you'll be you, drying up soon. You, it's not an all or nothing proposition. You can determine your level of involvement. Not wet enough? Go through again. <laughs> right. Go slower this time. Too wet? Go through quicker. Yeah. That's a good one, Tim. Thank uh, you. So now it's back on me? Yeah. Go to a ball game. Oh, I have that on my list as well. Well, well I have go to a baseball game. What are you talking about, a basketball game? I was talking about a beach ball game. <laughs> that That's not... Uh, what? That's not fun? It always seems like a good idea, Tom. It's not that great <laughs> yeah, of a game. Yeah, and then you realize, the like, oh, I guess there really aren't any rules. Yeah. Uh, no, I was looking at uh, potentially going to a baseball game this weekend. With me? No, not with you. Why not? It's my birthday birthday. weekend. Yeah, all right. I'll take you to a ball game. Go to the stadium real close to my house. Yeah. I'll promise you that I'll take you to a baseball game, and then you'll be waiting on the stoop stoop with with my glove. Glove and a pennant out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think Tom's... Your wife has to come outside. I don't think Tom's coming, Jim. (laughs) She'll be like, come with me. I'm going to the amusement park. I'll be like, nope, Tom's going to be ready. (laughs) No, he said he's going to take me to the baseball game. on on the radio in the background well that's the end of the game (laughs) a no hitter boy it sure have been nice to be here um no i was here's the the shitty thing about StubHub, which is you know a uh, aftermarket site to buy the tickets uh great thing who do you think is listening to this show (laughs) that they wouldn't know what StubHub is and that you wanted very accessible a a, a 40 minute explanation of cornhole or the beanbag toss game look i didn't give a 40 minute i said it was an aftermarket site maybe other regions they have different sites and they're like, oh, you mean Ticket Fix. When we talk about movies <laughs> and you are, are talking about a seventh level X-Man uh-huh. who has been in 
like eight issues over the last 75 years, you're like, um, I think everybody knows who Zyborg is. <laughs> I don't think you have to. Ex- I don't think I have to explain who Zyborg is. Thank you very much, and his and his mutant power, which is fingernails. <laughs> Just having them, really sharp ones. So. Uh, you're thinking of Wolverine, again. yeah, right? And, and that's, that they're not fingernails for the last time. Cut your nails, man! It's gross. <laughs> you're grossing everybody out. Huge. That's his power. Just <laughs> gross. Ew. Uh, um, like those. Uh, uh, Guinness World Record guys, they would have to keep their nails in a Ugh, bag. I fucking hated those guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Even as a kid, I was like, why are we celebrating this? <laughs> um, I mean, I I also think the Guinness Book of World Records, when you're a kid, you think those people are a lot more celebrated oh, than I they think it's actually like, are like in society. These are A-list celebrities. Yeah, but as an adult, it's like, oh, that's a freak book. You never want to wind up in that thing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's... These are just various uh, shut-ins. Yeah, it's shut-ins or or uh, people with severe like OCD who like need to do something so many times in a row. Yes, a hundred percent. But what's the thing about StubHub, an aftermarket ticket site? Tom? Oh, because uh, I clicked on like uh, local teams, and I was like, oh, look at this! All right, uh, Mets and Yankees tickets, uh, both pretty cheap this weekend. I was like, oh, Yankees game starts earlier. Maybe that's what I'll look at. And then I'm like looking at seats and everything. And I'm like, it's the Yankees at Minnesota. Okay, it's a local team, but the game isn't local. Don't hmm. put this here. We'll find out who's playing in town that weekend, Tom. That's not on I'm Stubhub. looking at Stubhub to tell me who's playing in town. I'm telling them, look, I want to buy tickets for something in town. That's why I clicked local teams. No, you wanted to buy tickets for a team that is originating in this city. Well, come on. Why would I be like, oh, and yeah, and I want to fly Maybe out to in- fucking Minnesota to watch the game. Maybe. Well, I want to buy $17 tickets to Tom, how much to of an Minnesota. inconvenience was this? <laughs> Before I almost bought it, the tickets, not did realizing. You realize, did you really? I had had them in my cart. Well, that's on you. Read something. I click local teams. Why would it put up a little thing? Yeah, the local team isn't local this week, pal. I mean, the other the one. The fact is. that it said didn't say Yankee Stadium on it should have tipped you off. It is what tipped me off. Yeah, well, congratulations. You. What if I didn't know the stadium that they play at? What if I thought it was Minnesota Field? <laughs> uh, Tom, amazing deal. Two tickets in row 138, uh, section 138, row 7, $52 each. Let's me and you go to the, the Mets game alone. Uh, on Saturday or on Sunday? On Saturday. All right, we'll do it. All right. Wait, front row? No, seventh row, and oh. it's in the outfield. <laughs> All right. Well, it's still close enough that you can heckle the outfielders. Yeah. And you oh, know they can yeah. hear you. That's true. Make them cry. Oh, wait, I have one more left to go. Okay. Then we'll we'll solve a problem and crown a winner. Yeah. Uh, go to a muscle car show. Yeah. When they pull the muscle cars through the town center oh i was gonna i thought he meant just like when you go to a parking lot and everybody's got their muscle car oh yeah out. that too yeah that's that's a that's a fun free time and you get to talk with people that have cars <laughs> well <laughs> i mean yeah. we're talking right now we both have cars well but we're not 
But like me and you can't take our, uh, you have what, a Toyota Camry? What year is it? It's a Corolla, and it's a 2004. It's a classic. All right, and I have a, a 2011 Kia Soul. If me and you brought our cars to a parking lot and popped the hoods open and just stood around, people probably are going to come over and go, that's a beaut. They'll probably be like, oh, do you need a jump? I have, I have cables. <laughs> the nice people will, at least. Is any of this aftermarket? No, <laughs> all came with the car. <laughs> I haven't even re- uh, replaced some of the things that need maintenance. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of things that I could replace on my car that I desperately need. Yeah, to. I got an aftermarket uh, air filter in here. <laughs> this isn't the original windshield wiper fluid either. Um, all right, you want to solve a problem? Uh, Tim, I've been waiting all I summer for you to ask. Me. Well, it's not even the summer yet. Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. <laughs> and now, here's a segment we call Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguideteverything at gmail.com. I'm one of your hosts, Tim, and Tom's going to read the question. Uh, Tim, give me a, a men's Mexican name. <laughs> what? It's a Mexican man. What? He has a very Mexican first name. So how do you know? A distinctly know he... Mexican first name. So I need a distinctly Mexican first name from you. That is not his actual name. Well, I don't know. I don't want to see anything I say now, Tom. Uh-huh. It, it, people are going to write in and be like, "Oh, that's not actually uh, a Mexican name." I know, Tim. It was it was yet another trap I had laid for you. Yeah. Um, the most popular Mexican baby names, mm-hmm. uh, number one. Well, this is a full grown man. Uh, Jose Luis. Jose Luis? Yeah. Okay. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two is Juan. Yeah. Uh, number three is I Miguel. Think, I would think number one would be Juan. Number four, <laughs> guess what number four is? What? Jose. Wait, oh. Jose <laughs> Luis is uh, is more popular than who's, Ho- Jose. I can see. I like the name Jose Luis Number more. six is uh, Jesus. Uh, they're all more popular than Jesus. Jesus. Hey, what are they, uh, the Beatles? Yeah. Hey, the original Fab Four, yeah. those names. <laughs> the original <laughs> Fab Four, Jose Luis, Juan, Miguel, and Jose. Right. <laughs> ah, everybody knows them. All better than Jesus. Uh, all right, so this is from Jose Luis. Uh, hi, Tim and Tom. I would I would thank you if you don't use my real name. Oh, not. I was going to, as a, a bit, use his real name because I didn't think he had that in there. No, he did. That's why I asked for a different name. Hmm. Uh, I'm a Mexican working at the Mexican embassy in a nice European country. I don't want to say the name of the country, but let's just say there's a lot of cheese, wine, and French kissing. I get it. Monaco. Or another... Where are some other French former colonies? Well, he says he's in Europe, so it's not like (laughs) Vietnam. (laughs) Right. 
Uh, I love my job and the things I'm supposed to do. I also love all the perks of being a diplomat. I don't pay taxes. I have some nice fuck off car plates. I can skip lines at the airport and I can introduce myself as Mr. Diplomat while using a monocle, my a monocle, my favorite perk. Also, I can't be tried for murder. He didn't say that. <laughs> you made that up. No, but that's the number one perk, right? Can you actually, or is that kind of an unwritten rule of um, diplomats? I it's not unwritten, but it's like, you know, you have dip- diplomatic immunity. But not for murder. I But I think in most cases, it's like they would need like a mountain of evidence. And even then, it's like, ah, things would be going on and your your country would get you out of there before right. they, they were able to arrest you. Uh, I mean, there's like a lot of around the world, like, uh, this is not funny like drunk driving accidents with diplomats where it's like, oh yeah, by the time the smoke clears, like, no, that guy's gone. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to funny stuff. One of the things that I don't like about my job is that I need to attend a lot of diplomatic events. He put diplomatic in quotes. Yeah, but they are diplomatic. A diplomat? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe he's like one of those like... Uh, like uh you know like Red Bull like Red Bull has diplomats. Oh. But they're just kind of like brand amb- yeah. ambassadors. Yeah, maybe that's what he meant. He's a brand ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> he has to attend a lot of diplomatic events such as receptions, cultural events, cocktails, conferences and other type gatherings. Uh we all are a bunch of high social hypocrites. So I need to make the same routine over and over again. Small chat, then political, but not too political chat. Then two jokes about the weather and a nice big smile. Of course, I love all the free food and drinks, but at this point, I would rather eat my hair. Go to another reception. Look, nobody offered that as another. That's a fun Mexican (laughs) phrase that I just learned. (laughs) I'd rather eat my hair than go to that. It is a pretty good one. It's very visceral. Isabel, I'd rather eat my hair. <laughs> uh, what could I do so I can either start enjoying these events or making excuses slash scams so I don't have to go to them? Have a wonderful week. Sign, Jose Luis. First of all, Jose Luis, mm-hmm. I know you hate this. That's literally your fucking job. <laughs> like All you have to do is go and just be polite to, to other diplomats, right? I think it probably depends on like his level of diplomat diplomacy. Like is he diplomacy? doing like is he doing like peace talks during the day and then he has to go to a cocktail party at night? No, what I'm imagining is that what he's What does a diplomat do? Well, I mean, there are people that work in the diplomatic office that don't have, you know, fancy jobs that are doing, you know, like day-to-day office work type Secretaries. stuff. No, so this guy secretaries. No, not just secretaries. No, not just secretaries, like, all, you know, all kind of, like, administrative work, which I guess is, like, a secretary. Like, what? What What? What gets done in a diplomat's office? All kinds of stuff. Like, what? Um, the f- uh, People, so, like... You're having a hard time naming one thing that a diplomat all right, does. All right, so he, it sounds like he's in France, right? Uh-huh. Let's say somebody uh, is uh, in France visiting from Mexico, okay. and they lose their passport. 
Tell me. All right, fine. <laughs> they have to go to the Mexican embassy and get so, a new passport. So, or else they can't get on a plane to go home. So Jose Luis just waits for somebody. How many Mexicans are losing their passports in France? I'm saying it's one of many jobs. All right, name one more. Let's say somebody's in France visiting from Mexico and their passport expired while they were there. They wouldn't have let them on the plane. No, maybe they... They were like, oh, you know, your passport's going to expire. Customs and like, wouldn't have let them in. And they're like, Customs no, wouldn't have let no them in. listen, I have a return flight back before then. But then they get to France and they like it so much they extend their trip not thinking about it. Well, that's on them. Well, but they still have to go to the Mexican embassy and get a new passport. All right, name one more thing that a diplomat from Mexico and France would do. Let's say that their passport got damaged. It fell in an elevator shaft. Mm. And they got it. So luckily they didn't lose it. But it kind of got ripped up. But it kind of got ripped up. And at the airport, they said, this passport's too damaged. We will not accept it. You got to go see the diplomat. You got to go to the diplomat. Our friend Sergio, that happened to him. His passport got too ripped up and they wouldn't accept it. Yeah. And then... How the hell did he got another one. rip up his patent? He damaged his passport. Uh, I mean, he used it a lot, but I also do know a reason that I won't say because it wasn't uh, completely on the up and up. All right. Um, yeah. So that's maybe that's what this guy does on, during his day to day. He's a passport man. Yeah. Okay. How can he? Uh, what does he want to do? He wants to uh, either enjoy them or stop going to them, or eat his hair, or eat his hair. I think eating his hair is the last resort. Yeah, because I'll be honest. I mean, I don't know how a, a an embassy's office works, but I don't know if that you would seem even to get know you a out lot it. about it, Tom. That's true. But I don't know if you'd be like, "No, nah, I'm not going to come to the the cocktail party like, tonight." You know what you have to do now, Jose Luis. <laughs> no, I was going to say that he, if he tells, like, you know, maybe the head diplomat, "No, nah, I'm not going to come, and don't worry about it. I've already eaten my hair today." Yeah. The diplomat might be like, "I don't give a shit what you did. You still got to come to this cocktail uh-huh. party." Um, I mean, the way you can enjoy them is by drinking. Yeah, but then he might say something. Oh. That you shouldn't say. Do you think he has all of Mexico's secrets? Yeah, up he in might his know, head? like, uh, like, well, you know, as we all know about the recent UFO sightings. Oh, I've said too much, right? Or okay. maybe like Mexico's plans to usurp uh, the French cheese market with uh, their own delicious cheeses. Like, what's the Mexican cheese? Uh, the one that begins with an O, it's delicious. Yes. Uh, sometimes it has an X in it. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not Oaxaca, but something that looks like Oaxaca. Look, any Mexican cheese I have ever had has been unbelievably delicious. Hey, Mexico, you got any of that extra cheese lying around? Hey, send, send it, it up us. here. Yeah. Uh, I've had some good French cheeses, but I've also had some French cheeses where I'm like, you. Some French cheese is this like, is get out of here with this. What is this, a prank on us by the yeah. French people? Uh, Very funny, France. I've never had a bad Mexican cheese. I've never had a bad Mexican food. Mexican yeah. food's the best food, right? Mexican food? Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. But maybe that's the kind of thing that he has to avoid saying. You know, the French think very highly of their own cuisine. So if, he's, if he gets too drunk at this party and he goes, listen, Mexican food's the best food. 
they might go sacre bleu. I can't believe mm. you said this. Yeah. <laughs> and declare so, war. Yeah, and then suddenly uh suddenly Fran- France and Mexico is at war again. Who would the dimwits in America, like the the dumbest <laughs> among us, support in that war? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like I don't care who <laughs> whoever win whoever loses, we win. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a it's a reverse alien versus predator situation. <laughs> Do you think a, a lot of these events in uh, uh, that he has to go to take a place in the the place in the France a- where the naked ladies dance? <laughs> uh, the south of France. Yeah. Uh, near the hole in the wall where the boys can see it all. Yeah. Do you think he's uh, watching well, through I the hole, or do you think he's in the actual place since he's a diplomat? I he don't can go he, anywhere he wants. He wouldn't be writing in. He'd be like, well, you know, during the parties, I, there is a hole in the wall that I can sneak <laughs> off to if I'm bored. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can either get drunk. I mean, if I was working at an embassy, at every one of these cocktail parties, I would just pretend like I'm a spy. Isn't that what a diplomat is? No, no, if you're a diplomat and you (laughs) pretend you're a spy, they'll throw you in jail. No, I mean, you have to be... I'm not saying pretend you're a spy. I'm just saying in your head, think I'm a spy. But then act normal. Yeah. And then when you're like being charming and putting on airs to people, you can think I'm pumping him for information. And then maybe you will get recruited by like, you know, the Mexican version of the CIA because they're like, hey... You know, uh, we actually probably do have a spy embedded at your embassy, and they've noticed how charming you are. That's what you should be doing. There's somebody in your embassy who is a spy. Try to suss him out. Try and su- or her. Could be a femme fatale. Um, and uh, oh, is that the only kind of female <laughs> spy, Tom? No, I mean at least I think there can be female spies, Tim. Uh, try and. Don't even try and suss them out. Try and impress everybody and hope that eventually one, you know, whoever it is, they'll pull you aside and they'll say, look, Jose Luis, your efforts here have not gone unnoticed. Uh, I've noticed that you've also uh, kept it in check that our cheese is better than the French cheese because, you know, that that would get you uh, thrown out of here. Right. So you've got what it takes and we're going to make you a spy now. Jose Luis seems like a nice man. However, I'm not in the business of helping out a diplomat. <laughs> you got a maid in the shade. Uh, you're, I don't think diplomats do anything. You're only thinking of fancy diplomats. No, like but I this said, guy, Tim, look, this guy, work. this guy has fancy plates. He's probably parking on the sidewalk right outside the Eiffel Tower and being like, oh, I want to go to the top. He's getting first <laughs> online. Uh, he, he skips lines at the airport. Yeah. You ever been in line at the airport and somebody skips? I mean, I have uh, global entry, so I, I do that, too. I'm kind of a diplomat. No, you're not, Tom. You still have to go through the whole TSA thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, he does, too, I'm sure. He has like still go through a metal detector. Who knows? But probably before you in the Tim, pre-check line. Let's get in with this diplomat. We get invited to these cocktail parties, meet in some France? spies. In France? You think I want to go to France, Tom? Tim, do you know what happens in France? What? There's a hole in the wall. Oh, the hole in the wall. Oh. Jose yeah. Luis, I say uh, you're going to need some one-on-one counseling from me and Tom. Yeah. Uh, two-on-one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> right. Anyway, have us over there. We'll straighten it out. Yeah. We'll talk to these guys down at the uh, the wall. <laughs> <laughs> 
and what Jose Luis doesn't know is that we're playing a, a Julian Assange situation where we're going to take up residency in the Mexican embassy in France. They can't and do never anything leave. to us. We're just going to set up shop. We're going to we'll, have a little office. We'll yell out the window how disgusting all that French cheese is. Yeah, and they won't be able to do anything. Yeah. We'll be on Mexican ground. And we'll be like, another quesadilla. <laughs> 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 to the chef there. Yeah, to the uh, the embassy chef. Yeah, because we love Mexican food. Especially cheese. Mm. And what's got more cheese than a quesadilla? Ooh, pile it on. Yeah. I mean, oh. pr- there are other dishes probably, but uh, quesadilla's got a lot. Yeah. I think they got a Taco Bell right in that <laughs> If you have a problem and you'd like us to solve, you can email us at completeguideeverything at gmail.com. You can find out more about our entertainment. <laughs> like a well-oiled machine after t- 500 plus episodes uh, at tcgt.com you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash complete guiding and follow us on twitter at complete guiding and follow me on twitter and instagram at tom reynolds you follow me at your pal tim if you want to support the show support our sponsors also do your amazon shopping at tcgt.com slash amazon and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash complete guide, where this week we are finishing up. And then there were none on Books the Podcast, our bonus uh, weekly book. Hey, podcast. if you want to find out who done it, subscribe. <laughs> yeah. See, you save yourself a trip to the library mm. by just listening to our podcast at uh, patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, Tim, it's time to crown the king of the summer. The outdoorsman of the year. <laughs> uh, after a long deliberation. I think we should say it on the count of three. Okay. One, One two, three. three. Tim. Ah, uh, uh, another tie. God. <sighs> every year. Yeah. Every goddamn year. And as always, I've been completely impartial in my voting. Same, same yeah. here. I think it's just, uh, and we show each other the the point systems and the scorecards yeah. at the end, and it's just a difference of opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just unfortunate because now we have to go to the lightning round, which is uh, trying to drown each other in the surf. Yeah, whoever taps out first, <laughs> or and then after that, wrestling by the fire. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Then sneaking off for a doobie. Yeah. And then getting in the water slide <laughs> and wrestling in the tube. <laughs> yeah, we go down the water slide for uh, twice, see who can stop the other person gold. <laughs> and it never works. I no. mean, we both just get, we're too big. Yeah. We both get very hurt. Yeah, a lot of bruising. Yeah. Well... You know, it's a, it's a it's an annual tradition, Tom. Well, you don't know it's summer until <laughs> we've gone through this uh, uh, triathlon of events yep. to, to crown the king of the summer. Uh, thanks for taking that and journey. Then, and then we're both at the at the water park the next week in full body casts. Yeah, but we're still enjoying ourselves on the lazy river. Not as much. I'm I'm always trying to just uh, uh, wrap my tongue around a. Uh, a straw that's just out of reach. That's in a Mai Tai. <laughs> I'm going, hey, can somebody, hey, can somebody help yeah, me out are here? too busy uh, going for yeah, ride Yeah, they're all ride. having fun. Yeah. They're, they're playing beach ball. Yeah. I'm like, eh, can somebody, I can't move my arms. I've always just almost got it. Well, 
Story of the summer. Yeah, you're having fun in the jazz club in your mind, though. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.